Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Henry Cavill, Gabrielle Union, Bradley Cooper, the Kardashians, Derek Hough, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories for today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Again, that's 347 637-2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E. Yes, G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 79 degrees. And before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners. Thank you once again for hanging out with me and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And also being there from day one. We're celebrating like 10 years here on BTR. So thank you so much for tuning in every week and listening to the show. Uh, before I get started, um, how was your Labor Day weekend? Every time when the Labor Day weekend comes up, it always, it you know, you fall behind a little bit because you're off on the Monday and then you're right into the mid part of the week. So here we are. It's Wednesday again, hump day. And as usual, we always bring you the latest and what's going on in the world of entertainment. This week, we're going to be talking about um, Henry Cavill. He, uh There's been a lot of talks of him um, hanging up the Superman role, but he says that he still wants to be Superman. We'll go into more details about it. And Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are heading to the small screen. They're thinking about coming up with their own reality show. And multi-award winning actor Bradley Cooper has slammed Hollywood's annual prize giving, and we're talking about like the Oscars, all these awards shows, he has something to say about it. He, matter of fact, he said they're utterly meaningless. And Keeping Up with the Kardashian has had its run. 2021 will be the last season 
of Keeping Up with the Kardashian. Can you believe they've been on for so long? I mean, I think it's been, what, 14 years, 20 seasons, and now um, it's the end, end of an era. We're going to be talking about that. And Derek Huff is returning back to uh, Dancing with the Stars, but this time he's going to be replacing Len Goodman because, you know, with the COVID-19 going on, Len Goodman flies in, if if you guys didn't know this, he flies in from the U.K. to Los Angeles to be on the show. But because of the COVID-19, they had restricted his travel, and it's just for his own safety. But they said that he might be um, maybe virtually tuning in or maybe judging in virtually. We don't know, but I'll give you the latest. Um Speaking of COVID-19, people is still out here. The pandemic is still out here. And several celebrities this week have caught the virus or have let their guard down, and one member of the Temptations has lost his life due to coronavirus. Um, I don't know why people – and I don't know if you guys know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson had did a video on his social media account, on his Instagram account, saying that his whole family, including himself, had contracted the, the disease. And what happened, a friend of the family came over, didn't know he had symptoms, was asymptomatic, and spread it all to the to the Rock – the Johnson family. Uh, it's very real out here. I don't know why people are not taking this seriously. I mean, yeah, here we are six, seven months in, and people feel like they can just go back to normal, that they feel like they lack normalcy if they wear a mask or they can't social gather or be at a party or attend an event. It's We're not back to normal, people. We're not back to normal. Once you let your guard down, that is it. uh, Before I go to the show, let me tell you a funny, funny story. Um, Last weekend I was celebrating my husband and my son's birthday, and we decided to, you know, order takeout food and everything. And I had went to the mall in Garden City, Long Island. And to make a long story short, you know, here in New York City, uh, indoor dining is still not allowed, but on Long Island it is. So I go to the mall, I go to the food court, and there's all these people. The lines are long, people are eating that, and I just, I'm standing online with my mask, and I just became paranoid all of a sudden. I felt like running out because there were so many people. People had the masks down eating. It was air-conditioned. People were standing online that weren't distancing themselves, and I felt like running out because I was paranoid. Uh, same thing, I had went into another uh, 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 franchise, food franchise, was take, doing a takeout order, and I'm standing there waiting on my order. The young lady said it would take about 10 minutes, and I'm standing there, and people are eating in there. Not a lot of people, but I, the, the AC's on full blast, and all I could think of is what if this restaurant doesn't have proper ventilation? What if they didn't change? You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking this while waiting on my food, and I'm all of a sudden I'm getting paranoid, and I feel like running out because I know – that the virus is still out here. And once we let our guard down, that's when, you know, you feel like, oh, okay, um, I, I, I think, it, we, you know, once we let our guard down, that's when we get caught out there. So several celebrities this week talked about that. Uh, Julian Michaels, you know her as the uh, personal trainer uh, from um, The Biggest Loser, she caught the virus. She caught hers at the gym, and she talks about letting her guard down. Victoria Beckham and her husband, David, they went to a party in Los Angeles and caught the virus. And Billy Burnett, who replaced Lindsey Buckingham for in the group Fleetwood Mac, he's battling COVID-19. And unfortunately, we lost a former uh, front man from The Temptation, Bruce Williamson. He just lost his life. Uh, it's, it's, I'm telling you guys, it's, it's, we, 
everybody's getting in lax. Everybody feels they don't need to wear a mask. Everybody feels they're losing their freedom. They, they want to return to normalcy. It ain't over. And they talking about this coming up with a, the United States have a vaccine already and it should be here before Election Day. All this talk, allegedly, there's supposed to be a, a vaccine. And there's a lot of people are not, even if the vaccine does come, a lot of people are not too sure if they want to take it because a lot of safety issues. You know, matter of fact, people don't even like to take vaccines for the flu. So we might run into some problems with that as well. But uh, let's get started. Um, Again, uh, Henry Cavill has declared that he hasn't hung up his uh, Superman cape just yet. The Man of Steel movie has not been greenlit following the lukewarm response to the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, but the actor's loyal fans have not given up their hope to see the 37-year-old hunk back as the cryptid-born superhero and have launched a social media campaign demanding a Man of Steel sequel. It's unclear who started it, but the people have been tweeting using the hashtag Henry Cavill Superman, making it trending on social media this past Monday, September 7th. And some of the people are saying what the world needs now is hope, hashtag Henry Cavill Superman. Believing that Cavill is the perfect actor for the role, another person claimed, quote, there's no reason not to make a sequel to Man of Steel. The perfect cast has already been established. Get a screenwriter and filmmakers passionate about building on what we already have, and let's fly. Warner Brothers has not responded to fans' demand for a new Man of Steel movie starring Cavill, while Batman is getting a reboot with Robert Pattinson taking over the role from Ben Affleck, the... uh, the Witcher star said back in 2019 that he has not parted ways with his superhero character, and in May of this year there was a report that Cavill would return as Superman, though not in a standalone film. He was reportedly in talks to make a cameo in one of the DC's upcoming films, with Deadline noting that Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Black Adam, Aquaman 2, Wonder Woman 1984, and a new Suicide Squad movie among Warner Brothers' upcoming releases. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade may be heading to the small screen. A new report suggests that the couple is trying to get a reality show deal as there is a growing interest in their blended family. Should they ink a deal for a new reality TV show, it most likely follows the life of their interesting family. Dwayne's oldest son, Zaire, is on his way to get into a top college basketball program. Meanwhile, his middle child, Zaya, previously made headlines for transitioning to female. And Gabrielle and Dwayne, cute little baby girl, their baby daughter, Kavia, will also bring joy to viewers. Now, according to MTO News, Gabrielle is one is the one who is pushing for the show. Uh, the former American Got Talent judge allegedly is actively looking for something reality-based so she can showcase her loving, blended family with D-Wade. And they said that the show is supposed to showcase a successful black family. It's more like a documentary. And they said that the uh, the L.A. Finest alum, you know, she's on that show, Gabrielle Union, she's in reportedly in talks with streaming platforms like Netflix, Hulu, and Quibi. While nothing has been confirmed, it's not impossible for Gabrielle to get a deal. Most people view the family positively as it has been widely portrayed as an open-minded and supportive family for Zaya, despite the criticism. You know, she's um, their middle daughter, Zaya, who made the transition into, she was born male, but she's transitioning to female. Uh, She's been very active on social media uh, you know, dressing up and, you know, wearing the wigs and everything. And some people are still not ready for this. Um, and that's what I mean by despite this criticism. But it should be an interesting show. Um, we need more shows like that because they are a, a, a blended family and they are a positive family. Nothing ratchet, nothing ghetto, you know what I mean? So hopefully Gabrielle, you know, makes it happen, you know. 
Uh, right now we have here 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, pop culture, and celebrity news. If you like the show, you're new to Block Talk Radio, make sure you click on the follow-up button, and that way it'll send you a reminder. You can also register as a listener here. It's free. And if you can't catch the show in its one hour entirely, you can also go back and listen to the show in the archives here on BTR. You can also catch the show on iTunes, also on That's Entertainment Facebook page, and on Stitcher.com. Multi-award-winning actor Bradley Cooper has slammed Hollywood's annual prize-giving as utterly meaningless. The Star Tell Interview magazine, in a joint chat with uh, his A Star Is Born co-star Anthony Ramos, that an artistic production of any kind is a truly a collaborative effort. Insisting singling someone out for an artistic project like a film can make it difficult to stay grounded. Ramos, who also starred in Lynn Manuel's original production of Hamilton, both off-Broadway and on-Broadway, set up the conversation by discussing what he believes to be the typical mindset after being nominated. And this is what Ramos said. He said, it's about me. I'm the only one here from my cast, so it's only me. And then Bradley Cooper, he prompted a sarcastic response by saying that he must be special, too. But this is what Bradley Cooper said. That uh, He said, quote, that award season stuff is a real test. It's set up to foster that mentality. It's quite a thing to work through, and it's completely devoid of artistic creation. It's not why you sacrifice everything to create art, and yet you spend so much time being a part of it, you're, in, you're lucky enough to be a part of it. It's ultimately a great thing because it really does make you face ego, vanity, and insecurity. It's very interesting and utterly meaningless, unquote. Now, some of Cooper's many award nominations include eight Academy Award nods, eight BAFTAs, and six Golden Globes, resulting in one win, the BAFTAs for Best Film Music, which he shared with co-star Lady Gaga. He also won two Grammys for Best Pop Duo Group Performance and Best Compilation Soundtrack, for visual media for the song Shallow from A Star Is Born. And hit reality show Keeping Up with the Kardashian is getting ready to end next year, 2021. Kim Kardashian announced that the, it's the end of an era via Instagram on Tuesday, yesterday, revealing that the show, which debuted on E! in 2007, will shut down after two more seasons. Addressing fans, Kim said, quote, it's with heavy hearts that we made the difficult decision as a family to say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. After what will be 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, and numerous spinoff shows, we are beyond grateful to all of you who watched us for all these years through the good times, the bad times, the happiness, the tears, and the many relationships and children. We'll forever cherish the wonderful memories and countless people we met along the way. Our last season will air early next year and 2021, and she also added, without keeping up with the Kardashians, she wouldn't be here where she is today. She also said, quote, I am incredibly grateful to everyone who have watched and supported me and my family these past 14 incredible years. This show made us who we are, and I will be forever in debt to everyone who played a role in shaping our careers and changing our lives forever, unquote. Now, Kim also thanked producer Ryan Seacrest and his E-team for documenting their lives. Season 19 of the show will premiere on E! on September 17. The news comes as Kim and her husband, Kanye West, fight to save their marriage after the rapper recently went public with claims they consider aborting their first child, North, during what his wife claimed was a bipolar episode. West is also currently staging an unlikely bid to replace Donald Trump as president. Good luck with that. Derek Huff is sidestepping over to the judging table of the forthcoming series of Dancing with the Stars as he replaces Len Goodman on the show panel. The former series regular is returning to the fold to stand in for the Brit, who is currently in the U.K. and is unable to return to the U.S. due to COVID-19 travel restrictions. He joins Carrie Ann Anaba and Bruno Tony only 
as at the judges' table in the ballroom. While producers have confirmed Goodman will still be a part of the show in a different capacity as he shared his ballroom expertise from the U.K. Now, Tiger King, Carol Baskin, Backstreet Boys star A.J. McLean, actor Jesse Metcalf, and rapper Nelly are among the stars dancing on the new season of the show, which will be hosted by Tyra Banks, who also served as executive producer. Billy Burnett, who plays who replaced Lindsay Buckingham and Fleetwood Mac following his 1987 departure, is battling COVID-19. The singer-guitar player took over from Buckingham after he quit ahead of the group's Shake the Cage tour in support of their 1987 album, Tangle in the Night. He went on to perform with the group through 1995 and appeared on the Behind the Mask and Time album. Taking to Facebook, the star's son, Billy Burnett Jr., confirmed his dad had been hospitalized at the Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee. Despite appearing in the group for eight years, the star was not asked to return following Buckingham's recent 2008 departure before the announcement that Neil Finn and Mike Campbell had joined the group was made official he took to Twitter to air his grievance he said quote breaking news Lindsay Buckingham is out but I'm not in a little pissed off but I'll get over it and this is what he wrote at the time before swiftly deleting the post Victoria Beckham and David Beckham have secretly battled coronavirus. The couple reportedly caught the virus after attending several events to celebrate the launch of the former athlete's new soccer club in Los Angeles. they said that they flew uh, back to London and they was whisked straight to their Cotswold mansion. David and Victoria also threw a party to celebrate their son Brooklyn's 21st birthday on March 6th before they returned stateside, this time to Miami for the official launch of the footballers' MLS team. When they returned to the U.K., David started to feel ill, and that's when Victoria developed a sore throat and high temperature. The former posh wife, uh, she started to started panicking, and she made the whole family quarantine rigorously for more than two weeks. Then uh, they flew back to London, and um, oh no, they and then they said that um, that after they was making their full recoveries, David and and Victoria they checked in regularly with their team, and they believed. They had sent, like, uh, care packages to at least two staff members who were particularly badly affected by the disease. Now, the couple had this, uh, they had spent the entire summer quarantined in their country banner, and they declined several party invites. They uh, later had swab, and they had the swab test, they had the antibody test before uh, they went to vacation in Greece and Italy to assure they were safe to travel. Now, the 46-year-old fashion designer and the 45-year-old former professional soccer player also canceled their second son, Romeo Beckham's 18th birthday last weekend over fears they would break social distancing rules. Victoria and David have not spoken up on their battle with COVID-19, but they have been showing their support for NHS workers by joining the weekly Clap for Career initiative. And uh, Julian Michaels is another public figure who had had her fair share of battling coronavirus. The personal trainer and television personality had just revealed that she contracted COVID-19 several weeks ago. The 49-year-old author shared her bout of the disease during an interview with Fox Business discussing her at-home workout app on Tuesday, September 8, warning people of the danger of visiting the gym amid the pandemic. She said she got the novel virus after letting her guard down for an hour with a very close friend. And this is what she said, quote, if you are afraid of COVID, you should not go to the gym. This is what she told people. As And our governor, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, has just started reopening the gyms and the fitness centers since September 2nd. She also said, quote, I actually am a person who let let my guard down. I haven't even spoken about this publicly, really, and a very close friend of mine gave me COVID several weeks ago. 
the former trainer of The Biggest Loser, went on to remind the importance of using a mask as she detailed how she contracted the virus from her friend. She said, if you're not in a mask and that person is not in the mask and they have COVID and they have no idea, because, by the way, I had no idea that I had it for six days and my friend had no idea that she had it when she gave it to me, anticipate that you will likely get it in an environment like that, and if you are afraid of it, by all means, it's not a move that she would recommend making, unquote. So all these people out here that are feeling they're losing their freedom and it's not constitutional and they want to get back to normalcy, you got another thing coming because we're still in the middle of a pandemic. And you see it, you, they're telling you, that it's still is out there. You can't be going to these guys. And, and just we had Labor Day weekend. Just imagine how many people once again went to parties, went to celebrations where there was all these many people not wearing masks, not distancing, coming back in two weeks with the virus. Also, sad news, former uh, Temptation frontman Bruce Williamson, he lost his battle with the coronavirus. The 49-year-old who performed with the legendary R&B soul group for nine years from 2006 passed away at his Las Vegas home on Sunday night. Williamson was a local club singer in his native Los Angeles before he relocated to Sin City and joined the popular cover band Blackberry Jam. As a member of The Temptation, he performed on the album Back to Front and Still Here. May he rest in peace. Now, this is a story that you don't ever get to hear. And it's from, uh, we're talking about 50 Cent. Now, you know, for as long as I've been on the 10 years here on BTR, and many stories I talked about, 50 Cent, how he's kind of rude, Kind of rude is an understatement, but rude, obnoxious. Uh, he did some good for a change. He There's a story about 50 Cent in a very positive light, and that's because he recently teamed up with one of his friends, uh, Jay Manzini, to surprise employees at a Burger King in Southside, Queens, by giving them a handful amount of money. And the moment was all captured on camera. In the video that 50 posted on his Instagram account, Jay could be seen asking one of the employees at the fast food franchise to call her coworkers over. He then chatted with them for a while before he started giving them some bugs, prompting all the employees to gasp in surprise. And Jay said that there was more before he had called 50 over. Now, the moment 50 made his appearance, all the employees could be heard screaming at some of them, was asking for handshakes. They were nosily excited to see the power star who started handing over money without exchanging too many words. And once he was done, he wrapped his hand around Jay while screaming, quote, this is America. The video has since been viewed more than 1.7 million times, with a lot of people showering him with compliments over what he did. And I, I, I know that they did because you rarely hear a story of 50 Cent doing some good. <laughs> All right, we got uh, 28 minutes after the hour. Coming up in the next half hour, uh, congratulations to singer and actress. Tiana Taylor, she is now officially a mother of two. We'll tell you what she uh, gave birth to. And uh, Tom Hanks, you know, he's getting ready to return to the land of down under. He's going back to Australia to resume filming in his new Elvis Presley biopic. And the producers of Janae Monet's hard-hitting new movie, Antebellum, it's a movie that they can't wait to show because they were going to postpone it to show it next year, but they said because of the current racial climate, it's now more than ever that they want to push it up to show it even more. And Tom Cruise is always up for a new challenge when it comes to filming his action scenes. I'll tell you more about it. And Katy Perry will give fans a behind-the-scenes look on how she juggled life as one of the biggest pop stars and as a new mom in a new docu-film. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so stay tuned.
The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we have uh, 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from BTS and Dynamite. And congratulations to them because they got the most view or most streaming song in the United States right now, so congratulations to them. Uh, Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about uh, Miss Tiana Taylor. She's now officially a mother of two. The singer-dancer has reportedly welcomed her second child, a baby girl, with her husband, uh, Iman Schubert. Uh, According to a report by the Neighborhood Talk, the baby arrived on Sunday morning, September 6th. Details of the baby delivery and the newborn are not revealed yet, but as the couple has not confirmed the news, just one day before she gave birth, the 29-year-old choreographer and model celebrate the impending arrival of her daughter with a baby shower. Tiana showed her baby bump in a red dress for the Saturday, September 5th event held at the gathering spot in Atlanta, Georgia, rocking like a flaming red hair and matching red sandals. She 
held a red rose while posing in front of a white and pink balloon decoration with white, pink, and red roses. The We Got Love singer was joined by her celebrity pals, including Karuchi Tran, Lori Harvey, and Lala Anthony, Karen Civil and Ming Lee Simmons, the daughter of Kamara Lee Simmons, and Russell Simmons were also in attendance. Tiana revealed she and her husband, uh, Iman, were expecting their second child in June, flashing her baby bump in the music video for her song, Wake Up Love. The newborn baby girl joins her older sister, four-year-old Junie, who was born in 2015, Tiana has a, uh, had a dramatic uh, delivery at the time as she went into early labor, and her husband assisted her in the delivery of their baby girl at home. And after David Adafeso uh, filed a restraining order against Tamar Braxton amid concern of domestic violence, the RMB singer claimed that he was actually the aggressor. A new report suggests that Tamar had accused her fiancé of assaulting her and even threatening to kill her. Sources close to the Braxton family value stars shared to, uh, to the blast that the pair got into a heated altercation as they were on their way to check the reality TV star into a mental health facility for treatment. The fight allegedly started after Tamar questioned out of Fesso about a recent uh, post on Instagram that he shared featuring her seven-year-old son, Logan. The outlet continued to share that at one point of their argument, Tamar told David he was around for the wrong reason and could not be trusted. Now, Tamar went on to claim that David became irate, threatening not only her life but his own. He also said that David told Tamar that they are going to end up in a murder-suicide. Now, things took a valid turn during the argument as he grabbed her hard on the arm to the point of causing bruising. Meanwhile, Tamar said that she only grabbed onto him after he got physical. Now, the source went on to insist that any claim that Ms. Braxton was the aggressor or abusive are completely false and have no merit. David Adafeso has been upset and abusive since seeing his own true colors on Tamar's upcoming television show and has been taking it out on Tamar ever since. And prior to this, David Adafeso filed a restraining order against Tamar in a Los Angeles, Los Angeles court, although it's not clear that what exactly prompted him to seek legal protection. The restraining order request is the latest drama in Tamar's personal life as she continued to recover from a suicide attempt in July. And Tom Hanks has returned to Australia to resume filming his new Elvis Presley biopic after he tested positive for COVID-19 down under in March. The Oscar winner and his wife, Rita Wilson, were among the first celebrities to fall ill and announce a coronavirus diagnosis while preparing for his role as Elvis manager, Colonel Tom Parker, in director Bass Lerman's film. The couple quarantined in Queensland before it was deemed safe enough for them to return to the U.S., and now Hanks is back. He was spotted arriving at Kulagata Airport, where he met with health officials on Tuesday. And filming on the Elvis biopic starring uh, August Butler as the king, Rufus Sidwell, Maggie Julenhall, and Olivia Deljonge is set to resume later this month. And the producers of Janelle Monae's hard-hitting new movie, Antebellum, chose not to wait for the theaters to reopen after the COVID shutdown to release the project because it's too relevant to the times. In her first leading role, the singer doubled up as a best-selling author studying the history of African Americans in Civil War-era slavery and first-time director Gerard Bush tell when the film is too important to be put on hold. Instead, Antebellum will be released via video on demand platforms this weekend on September 11th. Uh, Bush said uh, that, quote, that the parallels with the pandemic of racism that has existed in this country for the past 400 years meant that we not defer this much needed conversation another day. And there's another good reason to release the film now. He said that the, 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 this feels like a divine time for the movie because the release date that they chose, September 18, unbeknownst to them, was the exact date of the anniversary of the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850, and that gave them a feeling of this is what they were supposed to do. Meanwhile, Monet insists that the film is an important conversation piece following a summer of Black Lives Matter protests throughout the U.S. 
Uh, and she also said this, which was I thought was very interesting. She said, uh, quote, we need to continue the conversation because through dialogue it's how we get to change. If we are continuing businesses as usual and ignoring the past, which will channel slavery and how it has informed all of the racist policies that we have today, then we won't get real change. Policing, even during the Civil War, wasn't meant to protect, but to terrorize without realizing that we won't get to the real solution to the real problem, unquote. You know, it's so funny because when, uh, Tupac Shakur has said a long time ago when he was alive that he looked at the police, not all police, but he looked at some police as gang members. People refer to them as low domestic terrorists. Some people refer to them, Tupac were used to refer, refer to them as gang. Um, some of these officers, they have an axe to grind or they feel like uh, they're, not, they're losing things because of, you know, other race of people are getting better opportunities, so they feel that they join the police force to uh, almost like to get even, not all, but some. And that's why we're having this problem with, and that's why we have the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Some people don't fully understand that, yeah, all lives do matter, but the reason why Black Lives Matter came into existence is because more black people were dying, that more black people were getting killed, being murdered. And that's the whole the whole concept of why the Black Lives Matter movement was so important. But um, I'm interested. I can't wait for this movie uh, to come out, Antebellum. This is Janae's Monet first time in a lead role. Uh, Tom Cruise is always up for a new challenge when it comes to filming his action scene, and he may have taken it to another level during the shooting of Mission Impossible 8. The movie production resumed on Sunday, September 6th in Norway. The lead actor was caught on camera pulling a death-defying stunt. In the footage obtained by Norwegian news site VGTV, a man who is believed to be Ethan Hunt the picture is seen riding a motorbike on a massive ramp and with a long drop to the bottom at the end of it in the middle of a mountainside scenery. He's riding it on full speed before going off the ramp. Mission Impossible 8 began filming early this year in Venice, but it was halted in February when the coronavirus pandemic hit Italy. Three weeks later, filming resumed in Surrey, England, Production took another hiatus in July before the crew were given a permission to resume filming in England without going through the mandatory 14-day quarantine. For the filming in Norway, the movie official had re- reportedly rented out two cruise ships in an effort to keep the cast and crew coronavirus-free. The two vessels run by the Norwegian cruise line bosses at uh, Hurt Gruten serve as alternative to hotels and allow for social distancing in a bid to prevent any further delays to the production following the month-long shutdown. First Assistant Director Tommy Gorley has said that they hope to finish production by spring of 2021. The movie also stars Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson II, and Vanessa Kirby, the seventh installment of, of Mission Impossible film series, which is set to arrive on November 19, 2021. Right now, we got 15 minutes after uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere.
That was the latest from Miley Cyrus called Midnight Sky. Right now we got 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Katy Perry is going to give fans behind-the-scenes look into how she juggled life as one of the world's biggest pop stars and as a new mom in a juicy docu-film. The smile hitmaker is set to let fans in on the highs and lows of the past few years in the tell-all film. And this is according to the Britain's uh, Daily Star newspaper, which she's been working on since the release of her album Witness in 2017. According to the Star, she was inspired to compile the footage after watching Taylor Swift's Netflix film Miss Americana gushing. She was really impressed by the project. Katie released her latest uh, documentary, Katie Perry, Part of Me, in 2012 with the film documenting her California dream tour along with ongoing uh, material, um, or I guess you could say marital struggles with then-husband Russell Brand. The new project she teased will tell the bigger story. Further information surrounding the movie has yet to be confirmed. Drew Barrymore will kick off her new talk show with cast reunions for 51st Dates and Charlie Angels. The actress will premiere the Drew Barrymore show in the U.S. on Monday, September 15, and she'll be joined by her Charlie Angels co-star Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu, as well as Adam Sandler, who she shared the screen within 51st Dates. Rounding out the star-studded first week lineup of guests will be Reese Witherspoon, Billy Eichner, uh, Jane Fonda, Gabrielle Union, Christian Seriano, Charlize Theron, Tyra Banks, and Billy Porter. Soul veteran Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle have signed up to take part in the latest of Swiss Beats versus Battle. The two musical greats will face off hit for hit on the next episode of the Instagram Live series, which is set to air on Sunday, September 13th. The uh, official announcement read, The Masterclass will all be waiting for Miss Gladys Knight versus Miss Patti Patti this Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You gotta get your got you got y'all gotta get dressed up in your Sunday best for the classic affair, unquote. And since launching his versus song battle with fellow producer Timberland back in March, Swiss has welcomed Brandy and Monica, Jill Scott and Erica Badu, Two Chains and Rick Ross, DMX and Snoop Dogg, 
RZA and DJ Premier, and his wife, Alicia Keys and John Legend. The concept pits two stars against each other as they perform a string of hits while fans decide the winner in social media. Tune in on www.instagram.com slash versus TV. And made by Maddie, Nickelodeon's new animated series has been dropped after attracting backlash from fans. Officials at the network debuted the premiere day and first looked of the show last week, which featured a predominantly black lead cast in the story of an eight-year-old girl from New York City who uses her imagination and design um, ingenuity to turn every problem into a positive with the perfect fashion fix. However, a number of fans noticed similarities to Matthew A. Cherry's Hair Love, which won the Oscar for Best Animated Short Film in 2020, with a television spinoff now in development for HBO Max. Made by Maddie is a show that acquired several years ago from Silvergate Media, a renowned production company that had previously worked with, with other series. And Usher is headed to Sin City for his first ever Las Vegas residency show. The I Cry star, who is reportedly expecting his third child and first with girlfriend Jen uh, Gorsier, that he's getting ready to hit the stage at the Coliseum at the Caesar Palace from um, on July 16, 2021, for an initial planned run of 12 dates. He'll play eight shows up until July 31st, then return later in the year for shows on December 28th, 29th, 31st, and January 1st of 2022. The show promised to be packed with an impressive repertoire of smash hits spanning Usher's 20-year career, including his early records and most recent songs, as well as new music. In addition, the Byrne hitmaker and bosses at Live Nation Las Vegas and Caesar Entertainment are donating a dollar of every ticket purchased to his nonprofit Usher New Look, Inc., Founded in 1999, UNL aims to provide underprivileged youngsters with the training to become leaders. Tickets go on sale September 10th, which is tomorrow, at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. And Ed Sheeran's first demo album has sold at auction for $65,000. The new dad was just 13 when he recorded the Spinning Man track and made 20 copies, 19 of which he still owned. But one tape got out, and it became a hot auction item this week after it was found locked away in a drawer. A spokesman for a mega auction said that it's an incredible price. They expect it to sell well, but they it certainly exceeded their expectations. It was a fierce battle between four or five very serious bidders. In his book, Ed Sharon, A Visual Journey, the perfect singer revealed he wrote The Spinning Man track after his first love broke his heart. The demo sale news come a week after it was announced that Ed and his wife, Cherry, had become parents to daughter, Lyra Antarctica. And Will Smith has saluted the brains behind a dramatic new take on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air after it was picked up for a two-season run by NBC bosses. The concept of the show, based on Morgan Cooper's popular fan film, was snapped up by Smith and his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, Westbrook Studio earlier this summer, and that the Ali star can't believe how easy it was to sell to networks. The couple landed a deal at Universal Television, and Smith posted a video online capturing him breaking the news to Cooper and his co-writer, Chris Collins. The project was pitched to streaming services last month, and Deadline sources claimed that NBC knew Peacock Project and Netflix were the last company standing. Cooper will direct and co-executive produce the series, which is co-written with Collins. The new show will be more, much more serious take on a teen's journey from the mean streets of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, to Bel Air, California. Cinematographer Cooper takes on the classic comedy show uh, Took the Internet by Storm in March of 2019. And Ellen DeGeneres will return to her studio home and address her namesake show summer drama on September 21st. The comedian issued an apology to staff on the Ellen DeGeneres show after former and current employees went public with claims of harassment and misconduct behind the scenes. Some whistleblower told BuzzFeed there was a toxic culture on the show, and they accused Ellen of turning a blind eye to alleged abuse. 
The Expose prompted a major Warner Brothers investigation following which three senior producers were fired. Now DeGeneres has confirmed she'll be back in the studio for season 18 of the show next month, and she will address the claim against herself and the producers during the first episode. She and her crew left the studio in March of this year as the coronavirus crisis began. She subsequently hosted a series of shows virtually from her home. The season premiere will feature an in-studio interview with Tiffany Haddish, who last week revealed she had tested positive for COVID-19. Carrie Washington, Alec Baldwin, and Christy Teigen are also lined up to appear on the show during Ellen's first week back. And pop sensation Billie Eilish has been crowned a four-time winner at the 2020 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Organizers unveiled the honorees over Labor Day weekend after initially delaying the in-person prize given back in March and then having to cancel it altogether as, as the coronavirus pandemic continued. Although there was no big ceremony, Eilish had Plenty to celebrate as she took home Female Artist of the Year and dominated the alternative rock category, picking up the genres Artist of the Year, Album of the Year for When We Fall Asleep, Where We, Where Do We Go, and Song of the Year for Bad Guy. Her brother, a frequent collaborator, was also named Producer of the Year. And meanwhile, Lizzo's Truth Hurt was declared overall Song of the Year, and the singer also scored Best New Pop Artist. Male Artist of the Year went to rapper Post Malone, who was now most thumb-up Artist of the Year and most thumb-up Song of the Year for Sunflower with Swa Lee, while the Jonas Brothers earned Best Duo Group of the Year and Best Collaboration was handed to real-life couple Shawn Mendes and Camilla Cabello for Senorita. Luke Combs was another triple winner, Country Artist of the Year, Country Album of the Year for What You See is What You Get, and Country Song of the Year for Beautiful Crazy, and Taylor Swift landed Pop Album of the Year for Lover. Other top honorees include Drake for Hip Hop Artist of the Year and R&B Song of the Year for No Guidance with Chris Brown, The Baby Best New Hip Hop Artist and Hip Hop Song of the Year for Suge, BTS for Boys with Love with Holsey and Elton John Tour of the Year and Marshmello Dance Artist of the Year. And organizers behind Hip Hop Rolling Loud Festival are taking the event digital for a new series on Twitch. Streaming Service Boston will present the first of three musical festival collaborations titled Loudstream on, on September 12th and 13th, featuring over five hours of live performances each day with artists staging set incorporating state-of-the-art production. Lineups have yet to be announced, but the news of the virtual gig will be welcomed by fans after the coronavirus pandemic forced the postponement of 2020 Rolling Loud Miami with headliners ASAP Rocky, Travis Scott, and Post Malone until February of 2021. The partnership will also include weekly programming for hip-hop heavy content on the official Rolling Loud channel, like music preview shows, the league, and freestyle competition series Got Bars, although topics like food, fashion, art, and gaming will also feature be featured. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. Make sure you wear that mask, social distance, and no gathering. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 